You are listening to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Before we get into this episode, I want you to know that Pathway to Peace, which is a group coaching program, is currently available to join. This program is built on three main pillars. First, coaching. It's the real powerhouse. It's what I do. It's what I love. Second, community. And if you've been around for a little bit more than a minute, you know how I feel about community and the power that it has to heal and change your life. And lastly, I have a library of content filled with resources, with modules, with lessons. We go way deeper than I can go in on the podcast. And these are available to you in a way that you can consume them in your busy life. This program would be a good fit for you if you've stabilized past the point of initial diagnosis and find yourself spending a little bit more than you'd like to in overwhelm. And you can't imagine how, given all the things in your life, you can have any sort of peace ever again. Through the program, you will gain the gift of acceptance. You will do the work to recover your spark. You'll leave the program with the tools and the confidence that you have what you need to have joy and peace part of your life once again. So it's time to change it up. I know you've been saying yes to everybody, especially serving with all your heart and everything you have to your child. Now it's time to say yes to you. Find the link in the show notes to get more information and for next steps. Hi, I'm Kara Riska, life coach, wife, and the mother of four incredible and unique kids. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I completely lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving. And you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and grace that once felt so completely lacking. I started the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves up against what feels impossible. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle the dreams that you hold impossible now. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child. This is a podcast about you. If you're a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to the special bonus episode that I've created for you on the Special Needs Mom podcast. It's called the Summer Recovery Plan. And actually was inspired to do this episode from a different podcast that actually had the very same topic, but I've customized the conversation, especially for you as a special needs mom. And I'm really excited to share it with you. So I hope you will listen and be inspired and inquire of yourself and possibly even shift around some things that already are in the works so that you can experience replenishment, refilling, recovery, rest renewal this summertime. Summertime to me often brings about like a shift in routine, 
there's like both the slowing down and the speeding up as it for me, when I travel, it requires a lot of me <laughs> traveling with my particular kids and, and all that. So actually, I'm recognizing that some things that I thought were restful for me in previous summers are not actually restful. I mean, if you go back to the episode I had about spring break, you will remember that camping is not restful, especially with four kids and my particular kids. Anyhow, I really want to have the main theme and question of this episode being, what do you need most this summer to replenish your reserves? Now, this is on the premise, or this is really kind of giving space to all that we've been through in the last, I don't know, I guess it's a year and a handful of months, that acknowledging that not just the world was shaken, but you were shaken. And yes, because you're a special needs mom, we know you can rally. We know you can jump right back in and you can keep going. But I guess I'm here to say, but should you? (laughs) But maybe you're going to need something different this summer than you have in the past or that you even know that you need now because of what we've just experienced. It's like if we were an athlete and we fell during a race, we would get back up and we'd run and we'd finish the race. Maybe we'd even win. So we could finish the race because that's what you are, a racer. But if you don't take time to assess yourself after the race to understand, oh, okay, like, did I actually hurt myself? Do I need to go rest? Do I need to go maybe get some medical attention? Then likely those injuries or those areas that are depleted, if we're going to kind of go back to you as a special needs mom, they're going to pop up and they are going to surface And rather than kind of be on the defensive when they come, I want us to be on the offense. I want us to be actively and proactively looking for what we might need. So the first step that I have is giving space for all that was. Really kind of allowing what we've been through to be pretty gnarly. And not just to kind of forget about it because thank God it's in the past, but to actually really understand what the impact, what the changes that we have now in ourselves and maybe in even the world that aren't going to go back to how it was before the pandemic. And I think even just acknowledging that we've been running on reserves is valuable. Because I think when you're running on reserves, <laughs> you're not recognizing that that's what you're doing. That's survival mode. And again, it's like, I know that you can all do this. You're already, you've done it maybe your whole life as you've been parenting your special needs child. It's almost like I I look at, so we had a two month hospital stay when my son was recovering from his craniotomy. And it's almost like if I expected myself to get home from the hospital and to carry on like nothing ever happened, we wouldn't expect that of ourselves. And so I'm saying this might be a little bit similar. Then instead of just continuing to run on your reserves and surviving and pushing through, maybe say a quick pause and to notice the places that we feel thin or depleted. This might look like kind of doing a body scan and even physically connecting to your body, 
to where it feels really strong or where it might feel really tense and to understand to actually inquire of yourself and ask questions of like what it needs. Why is it feeling so stressed still? I know for me, I feel super connected in some ways and I feel super disconnected in others. I feel like there's just like this gap of like, I had some structure before the pandemic of seeing some of my my friends and community every month at birthday gatherings. And because everything was canceled, we haven't picked up a lot of things back up. So I feel like the lack of structure and connection with people that I care about and have fun with is missing. So I think that's part of the conversation for myself as I look to create my own plan. It can also look like having a conversation with your spouse and kids, whoever's in the picture, and asking about what they need, about what they want, about what they desire, what their tanks might need. It can also look like looking at your environment and wondering what might shift as you close out the school year and transition into summer. I know for us, it's going to be taking all the computers out of the places that they ended up and all signs of distance learning and making it no longer visible. We're going to put those laptops away. We are going to move the desks back out of the bedrooms. And we're going to let that be part of our past intentionally. I'm going to get my office back. Although actually I have to admit, I kind of like having my desk in my bedroom now that it's been up here. And one of the projects we had in early pandemic was beautifying my bedroom. Before that, it was, it was not a nice place to be. I'll put it that way. And so now I'm like, oh, this is like the best room of the house and got an attached bathroom. I never have to come out until I get hungry. And I could even maybe get snacks. Maybe I'll get a fridge. Just kidding. Okay. Focus. Okay. So I guess what I want to reiterate and to summarize this part is acknowledging that our world was shaken, that you were shaken, and that rather than just getting back up and running, let's slow down a second. Let's assess. And that's our next step. Identifying what you need. So keywords here is assessing and inquiring. This is bringing curiosity to yourself. Most of us operate from a very automatic place. Especially because like we're like, okay, we were all trapped in the quarantine situation. We want to get out. We want to escape. We want to go to Hawaii. We want to do all the things, which very well might be what you need. I have no idea. But I know for me, my normal go-to is to do a camping trip in the summer. And very early on, I was like, oh, no, no, that is not what I need this year. Rather than just operating from the automatic of like, okay, now we can go travel it might not mean that you should travel. So instead of just doing what you have done in the past, I want you to really question, is this what I need now? Start the conversation with yourself and with your spouse about taking everything off the table. I love this as an exercise is to like create a blank slate. This might even look like a blank piece of paper. And instead of just automatically putting things on there, It's almost like you're going to choose from the a la carte menu and you're going to build out the best summer recovery plan that you can think of. So everything you add in there can be going towards refueling and replenishment and recovery. And if it's not, 
then this is the time to say, you know what, you're not making it back on the plan. So maybe it's like you have a a standing summer family meetup that you always do and you've always done except for maybe last year. And so you would automatically step into doing that. And maybe you would say that's not going to add into the replenishment and the refueling of what I need. So you take that off. Consider that anything you put on yourself in terms of traveling or gathering or projects or career or all the different things, that is all optional. It's like when you give yourself an opportunity to quit, like really give yourself like, okay, like let's just say you have a job. Recognize that you could, you probably wouldn't, but you could walk out and never go back. And I really want you to like actually get to a place where like you recognize, oh, like I could do that. You could walk away from your family and never come back. You probably, it'd be an easy answer or an easy choice to say, well, I don't want to do that. So I wouldn't do that. But just giving yourself the opportunity to choose in or out powerfully. One of my clients was talking about um, her bathing routine with her daughter who has a lot of behavioral issues and is very self-injurious. And so therefore, bath time's hard in many ways. And so we actually intentionally took it off the table. Like, okay, well, do you really have to bathe her? And the answer she came up was like, wait, why am I doing this every night? She hadn't questioned it. And now when she does do it, she knows she's choosing to do it. She, she wants to do it. She gets to do it. And so it changes from have to to get to, and that makes a big difference in how you show up. And so I want you to consider this concept as you plan your summer recovery plan. You don't have to do anything. So take the next week to contemplate, maybe pray and be curious about what you need. Look for all the different aspects, your soul, your spirit, your spiritual connection, your mind, your body, your relationships, how you show up as a mother, the expectations you have on your kids. And so as you contemplate and pray and get curious, things are going to start to come to you about what you might want or what you might need. And these can look like starting something or stopping something. And when I did this for myself, as I was preparing for this episode, for me, it looked like I want to play tennis with my son. My oldest son has been asking me for like a long time, let's go play tennis. And I haven't made space for it, but I want to. So for me, my summer recovery plan, part of refilling my connection with him and my reconnection with play is to go play tennis. It can look like stopping something. Like I contemplated stopping the, the gals who have been helping clean my house. I contemplated, do I really want to do that this summer? The answer I came up with was, heck yes. I want to keep that structure in so that I don't have to carry that load. That didn't feel like it was going to lighten my load at all. But I did question it. The last kind of step in this plan creation is after you assess and inquire, is to then give yourself what you need. This is kind of where we're going to we're going to prescribe, we're going to prepare, and we're going to provide. So it's putting into motion the execution of the plan 
of what you need to fully recover. I want you to consider the possibility of going into next school year, whenever that starts for you. Ours is quite late for most people. Ours is August 30th is the first day of school. And when I start school, I want to feel ready. I want to feel rested. I want to feel excited. I'll probably feel relieved because I know that's how I usually feel when it's time to re-enter that structure of school. I happen to really like it, except for distance learning. That's how I want to feel at the end of the summer. I don't want to feel like I wish I had more time. I didn't get to do the things I wanted to do. I don't want to feel depleted. And so I'm going to be very proactive in creating that. Some of the execution might be making reservations at a hotel. Again, for me, we're not doing any camping. We're going to be doing hoteling, which which is new for our family. But I'm really excited. For me, hotel means I don't have to do anything. And that's what I need to refill myself. I need that as a mom. And I feel like that time with my kids where I'm not having to clean up after them or remind them kindly to do things like clean up their own room or do their dishes. That to me is amazing to have the time where I can just rest a little bit or a lot bit and then have fun and go play at the pool. So that for me is a hotel. That means I'm going to be making a couple different reservations for a couple local hotels because I happen to live in an amazing area. So I can just drive like 30 minutes and go stay at an amazing place. That feels awesome to me. And the other thing that I'm going to be doing that's going to be totally proactive is, I, I mean, I know that when we, when we end the school year and we shift into the, to summer, that it's a wonky time. And same thing happens when we start school again. Like to me, transitions can be really tricky. And I have found that I usually feel more tired during these times. And so I'm going to proactively plan more margin for myself. I'm going to put less on my professional schedule so that I can actually have some margin and have an adjustment period to where we all kind of work out the kinks in our new schedule. Another thing that you might consider is like implementing some clear expectations for these children of yours. Maybe it's having a chore schedule. Maybe it's not having a chore schedule. Maybe it's asking your husband or your spouse to take on some responsibilities that you normally have on or take on. I think you probably get the point that it, it's going to look so different for each person. There's no one way or right way to do this. Really, the idea is really questioning and considering what is possible. And notice when you come across something that you want, but you immediately say, oh, I can't do that. So maybe it's that you don't have childcare. Maybe you really want to go connect with some friends and you don't have childcare. Well, instead of saying, I can't do this, this is your opportunity to step out of that powerless position where you're assuming you can't and wondering, what if I could do this? Changing the language, I can hang out with my friend if. Do you see how it's a very simple change in language? But instead of just automatically shutting down what you desire, you're creating some space for it. You're creating some space for possibility. And this is what we're all about at the Special Needs Mom podcast. So my summer is going to look like a lot of connection. Like I said earlier, I feel really socially disconnected. Not super. It's not extreme. It's just that I notice it. And so for me, favorite is connection is meeting friends at the beach, 
because I don't have to host really like the beach is kind of a great host. We can just show up, maybe have a cocktail, maybe not. I get to play, I get to go in the water. And my kids mostly are happy at the beach. It's going to look like planning ahead and saying, hey, Stacy, do you want to go to the beach on Friday? And creating that where we can do it together. Because my family will often do it alone. But having some friends, our whole family enjoys that. I hope I've inspired you with ideas that I brainstormed for myself. But even just the, the questions to ask yourself to create your own summer recovery plan. The point that I want to get across is that is to not skip this step. If you want to keep giving at the capacity that you are and maybe that your life requires, you've got to refill, replenish, recover from the trauma that this year has brought in many, many different forms. And don't be tempted to skip over this step and to bring the trauma into next year. Let's really, really fill your tank. And I have a special uh, announcement I'm so excited to share with you. So something that I, I think is so powerful, you've heard it on the podcast, is stories. Your own story. Stories shape your beliefs. And whether you realize it or not, the story that you've crafted about who you are in your life, it's informing your actions and your feelings and everything. And so I want to create this space for you to really look at your story, to look at the highs and the lows, the peaks and the valleys, the things that you had no control of and the things that you did. And I want you to craft a story that leads you towards the possibility of having the life you've always wanted. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be towards the end. I actually haven't set the date date yet, so I will announce that obviously. And it's going to be towards the end of July or early August, one of those two dates. And what I want you to know is that the best way to learn about this more or even just to to be informed is to get on my email list. And the other thing I wanted to put in, in there is that you may not know that every week I have been creating um, follow-up questions based on the conversations in the podcast for you to apply it. And in this case, I've put out a lot of suggestions and ideas. And I know, you know, you might be walking or driving or doing all the different things when you're listening to this. But I've created this email. So when it lands in your inbox, the concept is that there's four simple ways to apply this in under four minutes. The idea that like, actually, this doesn't take a long time. You don't have to sit down for hours because I know you don't have hours just to wait to fill in your day. But I really obviously believe in taking on the awareness and, in, and applying it because awareness just on its own, it's good, but it won't change your life. And I'm all about changing your life. So don't forget to tell your friends about one, this episode and let them know that you're creating a summer recovery plan and they should too, and that you can share this resource with them and that you want to be part of each other's summer recovery plans. Look at that building community as we speak let them know about the upcoming workshop. And then there will be a quick link on the podcast show notes where you can easily sign up for to get the emails, which will, uh, which I usually send out on Fridays. And so you'll get the um, what I call four and four. And you'll be well informed about the upcoming workshops and other things I have going on. Thanks for listening. 
it was really a great kind of um, push for me to create my own plan so that I could share it with you. I would love to hear about what's in your plans and off your plans and what might have shifted for you as a result of listening to this and recognizing your need for replenishment and refueling. See you guys next week. One more thing before we officially, officially wrap up this show. Sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I have the experience of wanting more. I'm listening at the very end thinking, I sure wish that episode didn't end. I invite you, if you feel in any way the same way, I invite you to the Special Needs Mom podcast community, which is a free group that I host on Facebook, where we as a community of fellow moms who listen to this podcast and are experiencing life in similar shoes, get to talk to one another, get to share stories, get to actually interact. I hope you'll consider joining. See you over there.